Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Colin and I play Cuin de Greymond, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Spencer. I play Caddo Chasseur, a cleric also from Gavany. Hi, I'm Brian and I play Ogvar Shawfoot, a ranger from Keswick. Hi, my name is Samantha and I play Elora Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. Finally, after a night of reasonable rest and recuperation, the whole team, but especially Alora, Esther and Caddo, were feeling much more energised. The continuance of the quest for the church and the Archangel Abbasin herself weighs heavily on their minds. With their sights still firmly set on their journey to Selhof, they must first escape the misery of this mire. Episode 41, Frog in a Bog. OK, so you've been travelling downhill. And everyone make me a spot check. Spot check. 18. Ooh, that's a 20 all in for Nalora. 16 for Ongar. Okay. 11 for me. So as you start dropping down this hill and you're coming down, you've been walking for about half an hour. When you see down below you, directly in your path, horse-sized brown toad you can see that as it's sat there it's got this little little, like stubby warts dotting all over its skin and as it's sat there it's it's not looking at you it's actually turned away from you and it's sat in front of what appears to be like a small pond area and you can see it's from its back its throat which is bulging and rippling um, constantly as, I, as it's about to um, like, like it's about to croak you can see it kind of like brruh, brruh, constantly big a giant toad horse sized toad anyone got a saddle? <laughs> you're going to make a check what gets out quicker? I say that's a sort of a large toad uh, what do you reckon? Do we scare this one or, or what? Because it's rather large, so is the horse. It's fairly hefty by the looks of it, because, yeah, it's not exactly small. Um, I don't know whether we can skirt around this. But it's got one of those really long tongues as well. Hmm. Esther, have you experienced one of these before? Um, yes, they are. They're quite common to swamps around Nefalia. Um, they're, they're just giant toads. Are they dangerous? Um, not particularly. They're, they're quite easy to beat, I believe. Um, but, uh, might be a good idea to watch out for um, poison. Is it? Do, they do have poisonous skins. I do know that. Okay. And are they aggressive? Oh, as, as aggressive as any magical beast is, I suppose. Um, you say magical? Well, it, yes. It's, it's obviously it, it's a large toad. It's, it's a magical creature at the end of the day. 
Like yeah. if I can do a uh, mm. attack or... Well, I, I think we try and pass and, and just try and stay a decent distance away from it and just mm. hope that it's not feeling too hungry and just try not to bother it, maybe. Yeah, just suppose it. The risk of poison, and uh, wise not to get too close. Yeah, I suppose the uh, those of the uh, crossbows and bow keep it drawn just in case. You know? Yeah, I'm going to equip. Laura's going to equip her. <coughs> cro- well, she's going to take her light crossbow into her hand. Yeah, likewise. Okay, two light crossbows, mate. Okay. A bow, yeah. So what are you going to do? Can you see a route round it, Kiwi? Yes. Well, uh, you said there was a pond in front of it. Yes, Can I assist being at the front as well from finding the route? Yes. Uh, yes. Does it look like we can go round the pond? Um, you don't know how deep the pond is. Um, so we'd have to go round it anyway. But... Yeah, there, there is a route around the pond, yeah. Okay. I suppose we better uh, start around. Okay. Okay. Do you have an idea of safe distance from one of these, Esther? Um, not particularly, no. Want to go to the left of the pond or the right? So, the scene you've got in front of you is as such. You are coming in from the east, eastern side, and about about 40 foot in front of you down the hill is this toad. It's sat kind of in this body of water. You can't tell how deep the water is from this point, but it's sat in this body of water. To the far kind of uh, north side of this pond, the more kind of like a northwest side of the pond, there is a bit of um, like almost like a, a small outcropping into this. It's got a bit of a tree on, there's a bit of rock there. And part of the way into this pond is what appears to be, or you can just about make out to be, what appears to be an old fountain esque st- uh, structure. Mm. Can we make the assumption that where the toad is, because we, I'm guessing we roughly understand the anatomy of a toad. Yes. That if it's sat there, we can get a feel of the depth where the toad is at least. Um, yeah, so on this toad, the water's probably just about um, kind of knee height. You could say that probably the water is about knee depth. Where the toad is. Where the toad is, yeah. Okay. Special toad that has eight foot long legs. Well, exactly. <laughs> or it was, or no, it no, just comes out. Yeah, sat on a very strong <laughs> lily pad. I <laughs> grow okay. them tough. Those lily pads. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I say knee depth, I mean your knee depth. Yeah, yeah. So the fountain. When you say fountain, you mean like a man-made fountain? Yeah, it's almost like a, a blocky stone structure which looks like a fountain. You could imagine. It's all kind of like broken and listing to the one side, covered in like algae slime and kind of moss. Um, but it looks like a like a, a fountain, like a man-made structure. Is the toad facing us? No, the toad is facing away from you. It's almost sat, sat here surveying its territory. So, uh, so people, I suspect, if we want to have a look at whatever that thing is in the middle of the pond, we're going to have to take on the toad first because well, I'm not getting in the water with it alive. Well, don't you think it's a bit strange that there's something man-made here? I mean, we've not seen anything. I mean, it's I saw some footsteps yesterday. Footprints. And we came out, and, and we came out of a man-made structure right in the middle, didn't we? But you're right, we haven't, so. we haven't seen anything for two days. This is the first thing we've seen that looks like it's been made by man well, in two days. Hopefully this means we're somewhere in civilization because we need to get out of this place. There can't be much more of it. God, you would hope not. 
So what do we think? Spread out, kill the toad, then have a look at whatever it is? I think, uh, so I, I think it might be wise to actually just fan out a bit, yeah, Maybe rather than curiosity sit there as one target in one place, perhaps. Is anybody a particularly good swimmer? Well, I can swim. That's handy, okay. I can swim, but varying levels of success. Well, should we, should we spread out a bit so we've got um, varying angles of attack on this thing while it can't see us? Okay, I think ranged attacks it is, isn't it? If, if it's got poisonous skin, like you said, Esther, I think probably the further away from it we keep while we shoot it, the better. Yes, but uh, potentially, yes. Well, right. Well, I'll just stand here, ready. You'll get the old uh, shield on my arm and morning star, ready. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go whichever side of, of Kuin Ogvar doesn't go. Ogvar will move round to the left. Sort of ten foot spacings apart. So I'd mm-hmm. assume somebody then will end up in flanking, won't they, kind of? No, you're going to be the opposite, yeah, the opposite side. side. Have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, uh, stick me ten foot the other side. Uh, is, I assume the rubber isn't a feature, it's just a model. No, it's just <laughs> Oh, I was wondering. Yeah, things on the board. <laughs> yeah, um, move Alora around to this side, please. Where do you want to go? I will go to the side of the cloud. Oh, so just hoping Esther was coming. Esther will move over there and she'll say, oh, well, I'll, I'll can this side, but I don't know how I'll fly be. I don't have a, any ranged attacks. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll do as much as we can from far away, but if it uh, does get up close and personal, I think you, uh, you might be just the person for the job. While it's not looking, she'll try and shoot at once. Okay. Oh, do, are we just gonna? Are we just gonna attack this? Ooh, I'm whispering down the line because everybody's now sort of quite spread out. <laughs> are we passing it on? Are we, are we doing Johnny's whispers? Yeah, Johnny. no, that'd be quite funny. But the time three gets and to four the We're going to a dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. We should do that round the table and see what happens by the time it gets to queuing. Um, okay, well, uh, to be fair, the nearest person is about over five foot away from me, so... Yeah, so kind of you've can't... spread out. Yeah. What are you doing? I say we all fire at once. I'm just yeah, going to knock an arrow okay, towards... Okay, so you're whispering that. Not down the line. Nobody hears me. Okay. And hopefully anybody who's within ten foot of me gets a plus four on moral saving bonuses. That's one each side. On what moral? Uh, yeah. Well, moral, in other words, saving throws, you get a plus four. Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, I, will, I will knock an arrow and sort of just look, jut his head out of the line and sort of like give everyone a bit of a yeah. nod at the toad. Okay. Yep, I think I follow what that means. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we'll. Uh, cool. How far away are we from there? Quite away, aren't we? 40 foot out from the Okay, so I can't use point blank. Do we get any bonuses for it not seeing us? You'll be attacking a lower day, see. Okay. Uh, can I ask you just ask a question? My extra attack is only my melee. first. Yeah. No, but it's my first attack, yes, not, not whatever else. No, it's, okay. it's melee only. Yeah, I know it's melee only, but <coughs> it's, if they all attack it, I don't lose it. No, it's only on your first turn. Okay. Okay, and yep. Laura is going to, um, she's going to fire her light crossbow. Yep. Bolt on it. Yeah, likewise. Yep. Three of you acting at the same time? Yep. Yep, yep. okay. I'll, I'll be doing rapid shot. Yep, when he gave us the nod. Okay, roll to hit. Eighteen all in for me. That's Hits. a nineteen plus six. Hits. It's twenty-four. First shot. Twenty-four. Is a 
Does that hit your critical threat range? Uh, it, uh yes it does. Right, roll to confirm critical. First good roll of the day. So, so I've, I've, I'm sorry. I've done eight damage. Yep, okay. My first one was a 20 to hit. Yeah. Not, not natural. Second shot was better than that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna hit. Yeah, two. Long damage. My damage would be six from Alora's bow. Crossbow. So. Do I get the plus one for the compound bow on both shots, don't I? Yes. I so the first one is eight points of damage, and the second one is five points of damage. Were you, were you a fine man, isn't it? No, no. I'm, 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 you're waiting. Right, I'm okay. So, have we woken it up? <laughs> the three of you stood in a line. You kind of, Ogva, you lean out from the line, you give the nod to the others around the front of Kewin, and you all take aim at the toad and release bolts and, and arrows. All three of your, all four of the shots you fire, you fire out, hit. Ogva, describe it as your final arrow kills it. Um, uh, yep, let the arrow go and nice high trajectory and just sort of comes straight down on top of it. And um, I imagine it was doing this a bit of a bit of a throat bulgy thing, like, and then it just got like a. You're popping it. Yeah, I popped it. <laughs> yeah. There is an incredibly loud bang, followed by a loud splash as this giant toad collapses forwards into the soup. Oh, that's say that. Cracking shots there, everybody. Yeah, that was quite good. I haven't played the crossbow for a good while, to be fair. Felt good. Very, very effective tactic there, I mean, Most pleasing. So Esther, if its skin's poisonous, I'm guessing we don't want to go and check the body, do we? Because it might, uh, it might infect us. Um, I, I suppose you could poke it with a long stick, but oh, I got a stick. <laughs> oh, I can't sure. imagine that a toad's going to have anything very interesting on no. it. It's a toad. No, I think whatever that thing is in the pond is worth having a look at. Yeah, yeah probably. Can, can we see all of the outline of the pond? Can we tell that yeah, this side of the pond is closer to the thing than where we are at the minute? Yeah, from from this angle, where you're kind of stood above it, you have a good view of where the pond ends on all sides. So yeah, you can tell that the closest point is actually on the opposite shore. Yes, but I suppose we should uh, walk around, have a, have a specky. Yeah, find how deep that water is, I suppose. Yes, well, you know, it's, it's a bit further from here to walk across. I mean, it might be all right, but uh, one never knows. Yeah, why risk it? Yes. <laughs> Could do with a cloak of many things right now. I haven't got one of those though. Yeah, over for a boat. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, yep. Okay. And Laura's going to have a look. Can she see anything else? There isn't a boat or wood or planks or anything lying around, no, is there? There's nothing you can't human. see anything really. Um, maybe in some areas of this pond you can see a couple of like bits of wood sticking up, but yeah, it could be trees, it could be bits of wood, you're not really sure. Okay. Or can we see that it's a clear route to get round to here? Yeah, you can see that, that you can very obviously walk all the way around the left-hand side of this pond. Do, I mean, do I take it at this point that the fog here is not here? You've dropped down into kind of like a hollow almost. It's, it, this is in a hollow, so there's... Left the fog behind, above us. Yeah, you can, you can see there is definitely fog, but it's just thinner here. Wow. Okay. Even if, uh, catch the arrows? I wonder if they make the, uh, 
we'll make all our arrows and bolts poisonous now. I'm not sure I want to go in there and get it. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Debatable. Yeah, I think I'll leave my bolt in there. It'll probably have broken anyway. Actually, that's a good point. Cross it off. Well, whatever that structure is, it looks like it hasn't been touched in ages. I mean, it's covered in lichen and... Well, it's just... It's mm. it's old, isn't it? Old. I was going to walk up to the edge of the pond here and have a little... See if you can see anything closer from where he is. Okay. Make me a spot check. Okay. Try and push him over. That's going to be 23. Yeah, okay. From this angle, you're about 15 feet out from it, and you're kind of stood right on the edge of this um, pond. Mm-hmm. This pond, it's got kind of like pebbled shores, and you can tell that it, had it been clear water, it'd probably be a really nice, pleasant little spot. But as it is, you've kind of got this um, foul-smelling... Uh, almost green, lime green looking sludge in this lake rather than water. You can see bits where there's kind of like um, scum floating on top with weeds and general detritus and dirt. And this this fountain, you can see it, it clearly is a fountain now. And it's half fallen over and tipped on its side. And from this angle you can see that it once was very beautiful. Uh, there's, it looks to be made of a sort of a marble stone, um, very elegantly cut, obviously very well crafted. With your backstory as being a stonemason son, you can tell that a lot of time and effort went into making something truly beautiful here, and it's all intricately carved. Looking at the actual main subject of the fountain, clearly there's no water flowing through it anymore. What water there is, is um, kind of sat in the bottom, and it is clear water sat in there. It hasn't been tainted by this um, muck around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the actual subject of the fountain used to be a beta griffin. You can tell. Um, one of the wings has been chipped off and fractured and lies kind of, you could assume, in the water. Okay. Um, so it's like there's a statue of a griffin. Sort yeah, of there's like it. this statue of this griffin, very proud creature, kind of head curled over, almost prancing on the spot. But the wing's chipped off, it's cracked, you can see maybe a bit of stone poking just out of the water, just the tip of it, where you could assume the wing has fallen in. And it just looks in a general state of disrepair. Had it been whole, it would have been absolutely gorgeous. Okay. I'll, I'll wander over to Ogvar. Yep. Do you think it's worth further investigation, Ogvar? It's, uh, it's uh, very well made. Very Very, uh... It's a, it's a very... It's a, a great amount of craftsmanship has gone into this, and uh, it seems awfully hard for it to be uh, out this far into this uh, mire. It's, can we? Is there anything else? Can we sort of have a scan round? Uh, is there any other buildings nearby? Yeah, when you look around, you can't see any other buildings. Um, this little bit, where you're stood at the moment, you can see that this pond kind of tails off towards your right-hand side, and mm. it's almost um, buried under fallen trees. You can't see where it ends. Um, but it just disappears off somewhere to the right and you can see the fog starts picking back up and you just don't have a view of where it goes. Okay. Um, but in general surroundings, I mean, the hillside you've just come down, it's fairly barren. There's some trees around, but it's fairly barren. You've got this one tree to your left um, and, you know, there's kind of more just fog elsewhere. You can't see any other man-made structure. Something tells me that, you know, we just need to head back to town that's where we're going back to the city but 
This is a bit curious that this is here. I mean, it must have been part of something, or people must have been here once. We've got to get round the pond anyway, haven't we, to get to where we're going. Um, Kewin, are you interested in wandering around the other side with me, see if it looks any different from the other side? Why not? You know. Yeah, OK, I'm going to go for a wander around the other yeah. side then, yeah, to get myself me. to sort of over here. Okay. Are you all going? Ogvar's going to stand there with his hands on his hips and just just look at it. Just and chuck me a cue in. <laughs> clank, clank, clank. Right. Can I tell anything more about it from this side? You can see exactly the same that Ogvar saw. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Use the old stick to see how deep it is and yeah, go give, over. give this bit a poke, see if we can actually get a bit close to it, have a proper yes. see if there's anything in the water. Well, if I were you, Kewin, I know you, you know, um, I don't just test the water with your stick, it's a bit green and murky. I mean, is the water toxic? I don't know. Can I pick up some pebbles off the shore and just toss a handful of pebbles into the water? Yep. Bloop. I mean, you're not going to use the ones that Murdoch murder. Murdoch, yeah. No. You might want them back. Can we get anything back? Are you getting anything from your stick there? How deep does it feel? Any feedback from your stick? Stick feedback. It doesn't seem that deep. No, you poke your stick in and you can feel solid, um, solid like uh, stone underneath. You can definitely tell it hits something solid. It isn't sinking into, into silt or detritus. Mm. And it's, it's only about, you know, just below knee deep. Yeah, it's only, only about a foot, foot and a half deep, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I fancy actually walking across in that. Eh? You know, the old armour. Laura's going to knock another bolt on her, um, on her crossbar. Yep. Okay, are you joining up behind me, are you? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to be stood next to Ogvar. She'll be fine by you guys. Okay. Well, I was gonna just have a walk over and see what's going. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his his tall woodsman's boots on, so hopefully they should. Uh, yeah. So you're actually walking over to the fountain. I think so. Laura will go to the edge so that she's just behind Ogvar. Yeah. Is there, is there sort of land around the fountain, or is it literally the fountain just comes no, straight up out of the water? No, it's just coming out of it. It's almost at this kind of uh, slightly cocked angle, um, kind of maybe leaning towards the, the right slightly. Um, you can see where it's sunken in slightly on one side, and it's kind of leaning. Um, but it, it, it is just coming out of the water. So does anybody think this is anything more than a broken fountain? I, I shall let you know when I uh, finish walking across. <laughs> So you start walking your way across, it's it's still water, it's not flowing. Um, and when you get to the fountain, you can see that, yeah, it's a broken fountain. And make me a spot check, please. Spot, yeah. It's going to be a 16. Yep. Yeah. You can see that certain points around this fountain are carved with the symbol of Avacyn. Uh, not unusual, a lot of um, decoration in cities and places, a lot of houses, buildings, everything really is carved with the symbol of Avacyn. It's supposed to bring good luck, good fortune. When you look in the bottom of this fountain, where the water um, would usually be, you find some money. Whee! Okay. Do I find it or do I see it? You can see it. There's, there's money there. Okay. Um. <laughs> You've discovered the Trevi Fountain. 
<laughs> All the chances. Middle of a mire. In yes. there. Very, very conveniently. The only problem with that is it's all going to be in Euros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You find two platinum. Ooh. Ooh. Nine gold. Mm-hmm. Ninety-five silver. Ooh. You haven't just sat there and counted this, by the way. I'm not going to make you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't think I'll walk and count that way. <laughs> it's Sixteen copper. Okay. You also find, in the very bottom, a sapphire. A small, very small sapphire. Okay. And you, you just pick these up. Okay, cool. What have you got there, fella? Um, I would say it's a vast amount of money. Then again, it is a fountain. It's a tradition, isn't it? Throwing money into a fountain. Ooh, yes, yes. Although I'm guessing that this has probably been here for quite some time. Yes, we can only hope that these people, their wishes were granted at some point. We can only hope. Well, that's usually tempting, actually, so uh, I'm going to walk over to the fountain. Yep. Plop, okay. plop, plop, plop. Plop, plop, plop. And throw in a gold piece. Ooh. Okay. Is Zorko going to pick it up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, some more has turned up. <laughs> you turn a gold piece? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm lazy. I'm lazy. Can you make a wish? Uh, uh... If you're going to make a wish, write it down on a piece of paper and pass it to me. Oh, okay. Is this oh. where is this where I say that Unless you're saying it's no robbery? No, 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 no. And I'll say it in my head. Oh. Is this something for DM? He's making a wish. Yeah. He's making a wish. Fantastic, like that. In my head. Fabulous. Yep. Always remember, if there's anything you want to ask me about or anything which you don't want anyone else around the table to hear, so chuck me a note. Scrub it up in a ball in my head and I might catch it in my head. <laughs> okay, so there's nothing else going on with this? Uh, nothing's no. happened, so I'm going to plop. Nothing's happened, no. plop back out of the water. Well, that's... Uh, which, now I've got wet boots. Which direction are we going to go in from here, Karin? I'll say shouting across the... Well, yep. shouting within reason. Well, I'll have a look at the uh, compass. Do I need it's to walk around or should I just walk across? Uh, that's that way, isn't it? Ogbar's going to squelch his way back right. across. Well, from where we came in, the we statue was northeast. Yeah, so the what's it was northwest. Yeah, you would you very easily know that you need to go over to the other side of the pond where you right. and Cado okay. and Ogbar okay. currently stood. Fine. Um, in that case, I'll me and Esther, I guess, will yep. go across. Esther, oh. Esther will also chuck. Um, she'll chuck a silver piece in as she goes past. Right. And she mutters, a, you see her kind of clasp her hands in front of her face under her chin and she kind of mutters to herself and she just walks off after an aura. It's awfully a okay. thing for religious people. Mm. Yeah. I will, um, well, I'm across the other side. Uh, I will turn to come and say, oh, I think uh, this may be, be wise to keep in the party loot. And I will, I'll hand over the two platinum pieces and the 95 silver, the 16 copper, the sapphire. I will keep the nine gold for myself just to top me. Yep. Coin those up. Don't worry, we'll tell you what it is later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that one out later. Okay. So, yeah. You're just going to carry on walking? Yes. Okay. 
So this was very early on, just about half an hour into a walk. We passed the next three hours with no real, um, there's nothing really going on. Has anybody wanted to go or do anything within that three hours? Can I try and train Murdoch a bit more? Yep, make me a handle animal check. Not 20. Oh, oh. Boom. Okay. So you start ramping up this training. You start off very slow. Um, you start off with your little exercise of go and come back and go and come back. Murdoch's loving it. He's having fun. Um, and then you decide you're going to start ramping up the difficulty a bit. And you say to him, uh, so you, you, for example, you chuck a couple of pebbles onto the ground as you're walking ahead of you. And you say to Murdoch, oh, uh, go and tell me how many pebbles there are. And as time goes on, you're throwing out little bits of little bits of tap pebbles, mm. um, a, bit, a couple of twigs. And he's going back and he's getting the number right most of the time. He'll go, oh. Cool. cool. Yeah. Oh. And he's, he's just now reporting back to you on how many pebbles mm. you've thrown. Excellent. Excellent progress there, uh, Murdoch. Good job one of us is learning to count. Okay. I don't know if she's got it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else anybody wants to do at this point? Yeah, it's about nine o'clock in the morning. Well, guys, I think we need to pick up the pace again if we can. Let's get, let's get out of this place. We must be nearly out of it by now. Surely. Uh, we said that yesterday and the day before. Mm. Yes, but I'll go and make me a spot check. Please. No problem. That'll be a ten. Okay, another ten. As you're throwing, picking up and retrieving these pebbles which you've thrown from Murdoch, on some occasions you notice what looks like the imprint of a boot. Okay, um, so yeah, as I, as I bend down to pick up one of the stones I've thrown for him and he's brought back, I will Notice that the stone is sat in a, in a boot print, mm. and uh, uh, oh, uh, just like to uh, draw everyone's attention again. Um, I, I know it was uh, shrugged off yesterday, but there are definitely boot prints here, and not not from us, I, I do believe. We, uh, we may have company, maybe Gallo. Perhaps we're getting closer to humanity again. Well, maybe. Um, I mean, the boot print you saw before, the boot prints, but they went in a different direction, didn't they? Make me a tracking check. Okay. Is it the same boot? That will be, um, 22. Yeah, with a 22, you look at this boot print. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? You look at this boot print, and it is the same boot print as the one you found previously. However, looking at it, and looking at your companion's feet, looking at the wide array of shoes you've got you've got someone with uh, cork cuban heels you've got esther who's wearing some practical boots yourself wearing uh, long hunting boots um you're wearing uh, heavy heavy kind of armored boots and you're probably wearing something similar i'd imagine hunting boots hunting boots okay um you're looking at the wide array of footwear and you look at the footprint you can possibly say it looks more feminine it looks like a feminine boot uh, it's slightly smaller, but not small enough to be a child's. And it doesn't have the same kind of weight or deep impression that someone who is heavily armoured or perhaps male would have. That's the worst Jimmy chewing it. Oh, hey. 
Could we? Could I tell? Possibly their their speed of movement. Are they? Are they in a rush or are they just ambling? You've only managed to find the like the odd boot print. Mm. Um, they actually look quite old in a sense. Um, you can see there's some water pooled in some of them. Um, so they look, they look to be older, old, older boot prints. Um, so if they've been here, they've probably been long gone. Okay, I'll relay that to the to the party. It uh, looks like it may well have been a female passed through, judging by the, the size and type of shoe. It's, it's, uh, could still be Gallo, I suppose. <laughs> can, you, can you tell how long ago she went past? Uh, quite a while, not, not very recently. These, these must have been here for quite some time. Uh, same ones you saw here uh, the other day. Uh, I, I do believe so, yes. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm quite sure it's, it's not less. Hmm. Female, you say? Or somebody with very small feet? Yes, yes, but uh, not a child. De- definitely, definitely uh, adult, I would say. Okay, I suppose we'd better keep an eye out, just in yes, case. Yes. Which way are they tra- Are they travelling the same way as us, or are they tapering off? They are tapering off. These, yeah. You found several prints. Mm. No, it's not just, it's just over the next two hours or so, you find several of these prints. Okay. Oh. They're not always in the same direction. So one of them's going northwest, one of them's going north, following the same path as you. One of them's going south, one of them's going southwest. They're going in all sorts of different directions. You can but always say, the same type of prints. Yes, you can say it's probably one person who's been travelling these around these, this swamp. Okay, um, just to, uh, I've seen this a few times now, and I'm most, most perplexed. The, uh, the direction seems to be quite inco- in, inconclusive, inconsistent, inconsistent, inconsistent. Um, Maybe uh, either they are very local and they know exactly where they're going, or they may be lost. Well, it would take, it would take uh, someone to. Uh, how many people come in here? There's not much reason to come in here, to be honest. Um, Make a wish at the fountain. Well, yes, I suppose so. But um, hmm. problem is, we can't really tell which ones are the freshest, so we don't know which direction. Well, from my in. point of view, I don't think it really matters. Oh, oh, excuse me, I think I'm getting a cold. Um, well, it's all Yeah, <laughs> to a few bad nights and... <clears throat> yeah, it's a bit damp and... The, it's this fog. I'm sure it's this fog. Um, let's just go. Let's just... Let's just push on. Yeah, um, obviously if we come across it, well, any assistance she needs, we could supply, well, we but, can, but I'm we're not going looking I'm, for her. Well, no. But let's just push on, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right, so you're carrying on. Uh, okay, so next three-hour slot will take you to 12 o'clock on the dot. So, in those three hours, somebody pick me 20%. Uh, <laughs> 70 to 90. <laughs> oh, it's getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, it is. You've kind of come out. You've spent a good what, long while walking now. And you have come out of this uh, almost this little dip where this pond was. You've spent a good long time walking past this area. And you've come again into this kind of almost more open space, which is just filled with tumpy grass, boggy holes, general small pools of lying water. It's a flat plain almost with um, just this, this standard, you know, what you've been seeing everywhere else. Around your surroundings, you can hear all sorts of wild animals moving, creatures moving around, um, you can't see them in the fog. Fog again is kind of 
come in close and you can't see more than about 20 foot out from you. Uh, and you've still got the same kind of, if you look at the fog for too long, you'll see it kind of shimmer slightly. You've still got that strange effect going on. You're walking across this plane when, from in front of you, you hear a feminine scream. Uh, I say, did you, did you hear that? Now I'm going to look at the others. Oh, I don't think there was any mistake in that. No way, uh, it, uh, it may well be the uh, owner of the footprints. I think maybe we should just move on up and see, go towards it. If somebody needs help, yes, you know, because there's all sorts of nasties around here, as we know. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Okay, so you start moving towards the scream. How fast are you travelling? Hmm. Fairly well, I guess we'd have picked up the pace, yeah, standard walking pace, shambling, ambling, running, or sprinting. Shambling, ambling, I think. Okay, you're walking towards this, this scream. Okay, well, I would have thought so. Still don't want to risk falling over, and... yeah. So, you, as you're walking, you can hear more sounds, more kind of screams, grunts. Um, it's, it's definitely the sound that you can hear a woman. Basically, it's making a woman is making these noises. As you begin walking forwards, Kieran, you, these noises are getting louder the further you go forwards, mm-hmm. and you come across female figure just in the edges of the fog in the field of view. <coughs> I say, there appears to be a lady in, lady down there, just just uh, towards the edge of the uh, fog. Right, I'm going to move up alongside yeah. Kieran, so come out of the line formation that we're walking yep. in, just, yeah, just come up. Yep, Esther will probably get on the same side, yep. Ogvar mm. will move round a bit as well to, to get a good look. Let's play spread out the team. Yep. Can we see how she stood? Can I make a spot check to see how she stood? Yep, everyone make me spot check. That's a seven all in from the law. So the answer is... Twelve for Ogva. We're killing this people. Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, anyone who's over a ten, basically. Anyone who's over a ten, you get a really good look at this woman. Anyone who looks, who's got under a ten, you can see that she is uh, in kind of like almost like a very guarded pose. She holds a long sword in like almost like a reverse grip in front of her face, and she's crouched down, looking at something intently in the fog, which you cannot see. Everyone above a ten, you can see that she is badly. Um, she has got some nasty-looking uh, bruises, uh, cuts. Um, she's got some kind of burns almost, looks like acid burns on the exposed parts of her flesh you can see, you can see some of her leather armour she's wearing has been burnt through and you can see she is she's in the middle of the fight here and as she's in the middle of the fight everyone can run and make it okay mm. oh well that 20 it's always nice that's a six all in from Aurora. Uh, nine for Ogvar. Seven. One for Kiwi. I've just wasted that, haven't I? Because I'm now going to go top of initiative with a roll of four. <laughs> <laughs> this creature. This creature's initiative is minus five. What have I just rolled? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> a five. <laughs> really? <laughs> the creature do- doesn't know it's fighting. <laughs> yeah. It just exists. Um, you want me to wake it before I hit it? <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Esther. Oh, the ones that aren't looking at us. We did a great job on the toad. <laughs> strange woman. Ogvar. Is that how we're describing her, the strange woman? Well, you don't know her name yet. Cuban. She stays gone with unknown woman. I mean, strange in first. Yeah. Go through for a while. She's got, got three years. <laughs> she's part of the guild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the membership card. Okay. So, Cado, what are you doing? Um, you, you, using my inherent clerical skills, is she giving off any sort of aura that I would recognise? Of alignment. Uh, do you have an aura detection? Well, I'd be able to tell if she was because I'm law, a lawful good cleric. I'd be able to tell if she was also lawful good. Um, she holds no ill intent towards you. Okay. In which case, while shouting, we're coming to help. Okay. I'm going to move forward to the lotion. I'm sort of roughly next to her. Okay. So, yeah, you stood next to her now, or close to her. You still can't see what she's attacking, or okay. has been attacking, or being attacked okay. by. Uh, sorry, I should have also, uh, having, I'll be moving forward with my crossbow. Okay. So I haven't changed weapons since my last... Oh, I've been constantly carrying a crossbow okay. as opposed to having swapped to anything. Okay. Is that your turn? Uh, yes, I, I shall pause there. Uh, he says... Is it worth... Has she taken any... Has she acknowledged my existence? She's she's glanced across at you and gone here, and, and like kind of nodded her head at you. But she, you can tell she's laser focused on whatever is in this fog. Okay, in which case, no, I'll stop there. I'll just move on up next to. Her. Okay, next up we have Esther. Esther's going to move up, to kind of um, between you two, behind. She's going to say, "Oh, you all right, dearie? What's wrong?" Okay. Next up we have the woman. The woman is going to take a break. From where she is. she's going, she's turning around. She's giving her attention to you. She goes, "Please help me! I, I don't think I can defeat it on my own. I, I stumbled across it. Please help! Please help!" That's her turn. Ogvar, you're up next. Ogvar is going to is run double movement that we move. run double your movement. Yeah. Ogvar is going to run round to the side. Okay, so how are you going? He's going to go fifty. Going to go to about here. See if you can get a better look at what's going on. Okay. Just sort of go ahead a bit. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. It is out of your view. Okay. You've kind of run around this angle, but almost kind of, I assume, cautiously, because you don't know exactly where this creature is, only mm. that she's looking in a certain direction. So you've run around this angle, and you still can't see where whatever she's fighting may be. Okay. I can't see anything out there yet. It's, uh, it's eluding me. So next up we have Kieran. Okay. Oh. I'm going to go uh, and stand next to the lady. Yeah. Just have a quick look ahead. See if I can see what she's fighting. Nope. Can't see anything. Fog's in the way. Yeah, I didn't. Can't see the blighter. Uh, I wonder what it'll be. I wonder if it's one of those hounds again with the acid bands. Is that your turn? That's my turn. Allura, you're up next. Allura will go up between the woman and. Esther, you going like there? Yeah, just there, um, literally between the two. And she's going to say to the person, "Good day, friend. Uh, I, I don't know who you are. We can do this later. What is out there?" 
some kind of ooze or something. Oh, God. Right. J just, just the one. I, I think so. Okay, that's all I can do in a six-second action. Okay, so it is the big nasty beastie's turn. Big nasty beastie is going to move. You see, coming out of the fog, what appears to be a partially kind of transparent, uh, moving pile of uh, slime. Hmm. Which is kind of flowing over itself as it's moving and rolling kind of towards you. And you see it stop and it kind of rears up and kind of threateningly kind of like comes back down on itself and it's almost just like constantly writhing within itself. Okay. Next up we have Caddo. Although I wouldn't have seen that from where he was, no, I would you wouldn't have seen that. And you can't see the rest of the group now. Nope. So what, have I got a, a gauge of my range of vision? You can see it. Okay. You, you know that you can see about 20 foot around you. Right, in which case I'm going to move to about... Oh. Yep. Um, this, how far you can see and <coughs> radius. Are we working on radius or diameter? Uh, I'm going for like a, it's like a twenty foot. If it's within twenty foot of you, you can see it. Um, so it's not ten foot either side. It's twenty foot either side. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's basically from where you're stood, you can see twenty foot out in any direction. Okay. Yeah. It's a diameter. So uh, the creature. I'm going to move to there, Radius. and then Radius I'm going to cast aid on myself. Okay. Which is uh, my domain spell, second level domain spell, which gives me plus one on attack rolls, uh, plus one against fear, and one d8 per level, temporary hit points. Okay. So what level are you at now? You're at level four. Hang on. Let me just check that because that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. I think I might have written that down. No, plus one per level. So plus four. So one okay. D eight plus four. So you should have a box, um we'll just make a note by your hit yeah, yeah. that you've got plus yeah, yeah. four. Those will get used so the one, first yeah. if you do get so hit. One D eight plus four. Yeah. Yep. Six plus four, so ten temporary okay, hit points. Okay, so make a note of that. Those will get used up before first. any of your actual hit points do. Yep, brilliant. Okay. okay. And that's my turn. Yeah. That's your turn. Okay, Esther is going to she can't actually see it. She's heard from uh, the woman that it's an ooze. She's just going to stay back. That's her turn. Okay, the woman, seeing this ooze roll forwards, is going to move ten foot towards the side. And that's her turn. Okay, Ogbar, what are you doing? Well, obviously this is all um, unfolding without Ogbar really being aware of what's going on, so he would naturally cautiously walk forward towards what he thinks yeah. was the last known lo known location. Okay, so where are you going? We're going to sort of go, we've got 30 foot of movement, so we've got 5, 10, 15. You see 10. it. Okay, so I'm, I'm on my limit, so I can see it from there. Yeah. Okay, so um, I know it's news. Yeah, you can see it. You've yeah, encountered one of these before. Yeah, okay. So, um, Cassie? Yeah, we had one of the base, oh, base, the base, of the tower, base, yeah. 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 So, Seeing that, it's going to bring back memories of uh, what happened to Galor and his armour melting and yep. all that sort of stuff. He's going to think, oh, no. let's stay, uh, stay, stay clear of this one. And um, he will attempt to fire two arrows at it. Yep, fire with flanking. Fire with flanking, so that's a plus two, isn't yep, it? Yep, you're also within 30 foot, so that's point blank. Yep, so that's going to be, you can do quick math. So minus two, plus two for flanking. Plus and one, two, yep. And then plus one, so it's... Plus one, it's a plus one. Yeah. Yep. Now twenty. 
That's on my first roll. I think uh, you don't get they critical. don't get critical hits because they're not actually a yeah, I think the um, the Roll your next one. Yeah. Roll your next one. It's a hit. Yeah, yeah, well, you've hit it. Yeah, but it's hit. And then that's going to be a. Seven, eight, eight. 13. That's 13. Yeah, 13 hits. Two hits. Well done. Okay. Just need to wait for it to fire with critical now. Okay. So, no, so, sorry, oozes are not subject to critical hits or flanking, but it doesn't matter because you hit it anyway, with both of those. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so no, there's no critical hit. The 13 would have been... A 13 would hit anyway. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a 13, so I've got it, plus it, two from the flanking. It would have hit anyway. I've got to remember, it's not very aware. Okay. It yeah. doesn't have a very good AC, so okay, it, cool. it, it's hit oh, anyway. Right, okay. okay, so roll your damage for those two. Uh, it's going to be a four. And a three. Four and a three, so that's a seven. Okay. Anything else? Um, I'll just shout out to him. Can everyone see that? Okay. So. Anybody? Yep, we're getting it surrounded. <laughs> Although we're slowly surrounding it. Okay, so next up we have Kewin. What you doing, Kewin? <laughs> uh, uh, oh. oh, it's one of those. Alright, uh, uh. I wonder if I can use my uh, caltrops and throw them at it. Might be the only damage I can do. I don't fancy uh, uh, losing any of these weapons. Yeah, it melted Galor's sword, didn't it? Yes. Right, so I'm going to put my stuff away and get a caltrop out of my bag. Okay, so you're getting caltrops out. And I'm going to back away just on the ready. Just out of clarity, which caltrops are these? My my caltrops that I put on the floor. The other caltrops, so I'd need to ask you lot if I could use those. Because they're not mine. Okay, so you, you haven't no. actually done anything with these caltrops? Oh, no, I've got them in my hand. I've, I've put my weapons yeah. back, obviously. Sorry, I'm about to mitigate. Uh, and I've really. backed off. Yep. And I've got one ready to chuck okay, if so I need to. Okay, so you're moving back, are you? Yes. How far back are you moving? Uh, 15... 20 foot, please. Mm. Mm. I don't see anything if you go that far. Yeah. You now can't see anything. That's fine. <laughs> Probably you a good thing. Also, <laughs> can't see Esther. Okay. 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 So you've backed off. You've. Uh, so what everyone else has seen is you've put your weapons away, grabbed out some cow chops, and then run back off into the fog. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> Next up is Laura. Right. Laura is. Going to You've got to hope he's going for reinforcements. She's going to attempt to cast. Yeah, why not? Scorching ray. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. I thought you were going to say orb of acid for a minute. Because we know it has such a success rate. No. <laughs> um, especially not if this thing's acidic. No. Um, a scorching ray. It's getting bigger. Uh, so it's level two. <laughs> Level two scorching ray. Um, uh, PHB two four seven two, two sorry two seven four PHB. Okay. On it. Um, okay, so case of roll to hit, isn't it? Um, okay. Okay, roll to hit. No, that's a miss. That's a four in total. Here we go again. Is that including all your modifiers? Oh. 
Yeah, I've only got one modifier. I've only got a bad What did you want? A two. <laughs> Sad because you won off head on the AC. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that just makes it worse. I know. I mean, really. Oh. But if you look at it, because you're training your dice, it was only one off where you wanted to be. Oh, <laughs> yeah, spell caster. yeah the, the zero dropped off my dice there. <laughs> I didn't put it away. Should have just gone with that, shouldn't I? Next up is the ooze. The ooze is going to take a nap. You'd hope so. Oh. The ooze is going to travel ten foot forwards towards uh, the the woman. Five, uh. ten. Yeah, it is then going to attempt to slam her. Uh-oh. And it attempts to slam her and she just dodges right out of the way. Okay. Left so or right? She doesn't, she doesn't move from her square. Dodge. Oh, okay. She, she just dodges out of the way of its attack as it oh, okay. kind of recedes back into itself. Okay, next up we have... Uh, I'm going to cast Light of Mercuria at it. Okay. Uh, What's which, that do? Uh, it's going to fire two uh, bolts of energy at it. It's like Light of Lunia, but it's the. But more powerful. Yeah. Okay. So it does two d6 damage each bolt, but I have to, I have to roll to hit. Like, okay. What's the casting time on that one? Uh, one standard action. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Pause there because I can't actually fire the ray until after the turn I've cast it. Yeah. Okay. So I've cast it. I'm now holding a bolt. Okay, so you're, you've cast it and you're holding. Okay, so next up we have Esther. Esther is going to... Um, yeah, Esther's just going to move round slightly. So she's going to move 5, 10, 20, 25, 30. Right, so Esther's just moving around. She's keeping it in her eyesight, but she's moving around. Okay, next up we have the Unknown Woman. The Unknown Woman is going to... She's going to back off ten foot that away. Ten. The Ooze is going to get an attack of opportunity. With a plus three to hit. Five, that's not going to hit. Okay. So, next up is Ogvar. Okay. Uh, what can I see from there? I am five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five feet away. Yeah, it's moved. It's it's, it's moved out of your line of sight now. Okay, but I know which direction it generally went, so I can move up ten foot. Yeah, move up ten foot. Yeah, so I'm back into its range again. Yeah. I, can I? How many people can I see from where I am? You can see in five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You cannot see anyone from where you are. You can only see the ooze. Okay. Only the ooze exists. Not even Caddo. You're just out of range. You might be able to see him, kind of like his movement, maybe. I can see. Yeah, I, I have got a big ball of light. I was going to say, Mercury produces like, yeah, you can see a glowing, glowing figure from where Caddo. Okay, is, yeah. So I'm, I'm aware of the people are still yeah. there. We haven't uh, pinged off into another dimension. Cool. Right. Um, I will take another shot at. Well, another two shots at it. Okay. Not hit. So with a plus, yeah. And that will be a net one. Okay, got the other one. And that will be a 22. Okay. 23. 
No, not one. She's going to be saving through. Um, she can't put flat footed, so she's going to be straight saving through. Oh dear. Yeah, she'll be fine for that one. Okay. Your one shot flies wildly off into. Um, it, it actually goes over the top of this cube, this ooze, and just disappears to somewhere else. And you hear a. Ah! Heads! And the other one strikes true, so roll damage. Shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be eight points of damage. Oh, good roll. Eight, okay. Okay, anything else you do? Um, just shout apologetically. Sorry! <laughs> Kieran, you're up next. Hey, well, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. I best figure back in. Okay, so I'm gonna go forward. Yep. to within the sight range of the monster, it's just directly forward. It's about there. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, I wonder if all of these will do any damage. So I'm going to throw one of the cow shots. Okay, you're throwing a cow shot. At the monster. Okay, throwing a cow shot. Cow shops are not intended for this purpose. Um. <laughs> oh, it's just like shuriken, surely. Well, it's just like a, a stone or anything except for them spiky. Yeah, it's got a pointy ends. A pokey stone. Yeah. That's got to be something out of Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. You can make an attack roll, including BAB, strength, minus four. Okay, so my, my BAB's four, so I'll just add strength. Yeah, okay, so roll and add your strength. Okay. That's uh, 19. Yeah, okay, you hit, um, you do one point of damage. Okay, that's better than nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more than I've done you, so far. You come charging in. I mean, you'd have a plus two because I'm assuming you're going to be charging towards it. You come charging in and you lob this tiny little cow chop and it just goes blink and then sinks into the middle of the ooze. Does it um, dissolve? Yeah, you see it go blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, bl- and bubble as it dissolves this cow shop. Okay, you doing anything else, Kieran? Laura's just okay. wondering how many. I'm going to take. Uh, <laughs> can I say five foot work? Yeah, five foot. Yeah. Uh, I'm still in range to see it. Uh, no, you won't if you take a five foot step back. Well, in that case, I'll stay. Okay. Well, I am. The party found a pond complete with its wallowing, warty occupant. No chances were taken this time, and with the volley of arrows quickly unleashed, a seemingly innocuous creature was neutralised. Ogvar gathered gems and coins from an old fountain, whilst our cleric made a wistful wish upon it. Moving on, through the mud and marsh, more footprints led to a fracas, as our heroes now attempt to aid a woman overcome the onslaught of an errant ooze. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening.